my simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. It's Caitlin Nacon, Enid from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on Walkers and Talkers. Oh, hi, Caitlin. Caitlin Nacon. Why is he playing Caitlin Nacon of all the IDs we have? They still haven't fixed his headphone jack. How many episodes have been? A lot. I got it jiggled so it's just right, but I can't move now. All right. What is it? What is 138? 138. All right. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 138. I'm David Brody from Elvis Strand in the Morning Show, and that's Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hi, Jamie. Hello. So, a couple of things we have to update people on. First of all, you know when we list our podcasts, they say the number on the, I put in the title, episode 137, and then something about the episode. Yeah. And this way, if we reference something, you can go find it. Yeah. Or, or if you're like, oh, I know what number I'm episode, episode I'm up to. Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to confuse some people with, uh, with algorithms and search functionality and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Corporate gave us, a, sent us an email this oh, week. A tip? A tip. Okay. That when you search for podcasts, if you put a number up front, it cuts down on your search results. Huh. And it takes away part of the title description because you only see a little bit of the title in on oh. your phone. So we have been told not to put the title number in the front. Now, my other podcast, The Brooklyn Boys. Yeah. That's going to be weird because it's just going to be titles. Yeah. But this podcast, I can get away with saying like season nine, ep two. Okay. Or ep three. Well, you'll have some indication of what it, what it's about. But they want like the celebrity names first. So if we interview oh. Seth Gilliam, which we did a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. then I have to put Seth Gilliam interview. Like put his name oh, first. Oh, I see. Okay. So I'm just letting you know. I'll be like, where'd the numbers go? Now, if you listen every week, you'll just always know the latest episode is up. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're recording this on a Friday. We normally record on a Monday or a Tuesday. Yeah. So here's here's the truth behind the truth. <laughs> the truth behind the truth. Uh, I normally am available right after the Elvis Duran morning show, and Jamie does her show, her morning show, mm-hmm. and we record like 11 o'clock on Mondays or Tuesdays. Yeah. But I've been covering from someone on our show that's been out, so I've been doing conference calls at those times, oh. and meetings, and so we so we're like, oh, let's do it Wednesday. Then Wednesday turned into, we can't do it Wednesday, let's do it Thursday. Yeah. Then you couldn't do Thursday, so now it's Friday. And we're here, though. So hopefully you guys will all catch up that you're, you're listening to this now and you heard it on a Friday night and it's all good. Yeah. Because there's a lot going on that we hope you hear before this week's episode. Yes. So there's a lot of news. I just want to get that out of the way. Also, 
I was told three weeks ago. Now, some of you guys, if you listen to a lot of iHeartRadio podcasts, um, and you listen th- through iHeartRadio, not any other platform, mm-hmm. but there are other ones, but yeah. we work for iHeartRadio. If you work through iHeartRadio, there are commercials that are put into our podcasts um, that, are, that play on all platforms, but we, mm-hmm. our company has a division that puts the commercials in. Not the ones that we do. Like if I do a commercial on the Brooklyn Boys for Noom or for uh, Robinhood app, some of the great sponsors we have, that's us talking. Yeah. But if it's a dropped-in commercial or a promo for something else, that's our company that puts them in. Yes. We don't control that. We just no. sort of, we know where they're going to go, so that's why we'll go, oh, we'll be right back. They put a commercial in. We don't, we don't hear it. Yeah. But a lot of times it's promos for other podcasts. Yes. So I was told as of three weeks ago, we would be putting our promo, the Walkers and Talkers podcast promo, in other podcasts, that's what I heard. Sci-fi podcasts and other uh, typical, uh, sorry, similar TV show type podcasts, so people will hear, oh, that might be something I like. Yeah. Well, it didn't actually start till this week. Oh, it didn't start till this right. Week. So oh. if you're new to our podcast, uh, welcome aboard officially. Yes, thank you. And thank you for hearing our promo and liking our voices enough to check this out. <laughs> and if you're a, a longtime listener, first time caller, we <laughs> we of course <laughs> love you. Uh, we got a lot of really good text messages, uh, people asking where the hell we've been and where our podcast is. We're here. We're here. So uh, let me uh, get this ready. I want to get a couple of things. Uh, oh, I want to show you this logo. So when I mention this logo later, see that logo, the yellow logo? Yeah. You see the thing on the top? Okay. The the, the red in the corner? Yeah. I'm going to reference that, but I want you to know now what that looks like. Okay. You're like, oh, you showed it to me earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So let's talk about... The Walking Dead news, stuff going on before we talk about, by the way, episode uh, 12, Guardians. Overall, did you like it? Holy shit. Alpha is out of her mind. She's a crazy She's woman. She's so scary. She is. Oof. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. It I, I can't. Intense. I see mixed reviews. People complain too much. Yeah, people don't complain. Oh, the show is over. The show's done. And then people are like, it's fantastic. Not every episode's going to be great, but overall, the whispers are freaky. Yeah, they are. All right, I got a a little bit of bullshit I'm calling on the trailer for next week. Okay. Um, Not a lot of bullshit in this episode. No, not much. There was one bullshit I saw someone else call that I'm going to give them credit for. Okay. But it's it's one of those continuity things where you go, oh yeah, look at that. Okay. So we'll get to that. Let's talk a little bit of continuity. We talked last week about the logo, the red headless logo that we thought was the Whispers. headless stick figure thing. It turns out it's probably not the Whispers. Uh, it's a group called The Highwaymen. There's uh, two teaser trailers out. You blew my mind with this. Uh, one of them is uh, it's a ransom trailer, and we'll talk about it later because it's, uh, it was the scene at the end of Talking Dead. Again, I say, if you're not watching Talking Dead after The Walking Dead, and it's not The Talking Dead. It's Talking, talking Dead as dead. in we're talking about the dead. Yeah. Talking Dead. <laughs> talking Baseball. Great TV, great uh, song. Anyway, so um, it looks like a group called The Highwaymen. We'll talk about them later. Um, in an interview, Ryan Hurst, who plays Beta, hinted, uh, at there being Easter eggs in his wardrobe. Ooh. Now, he does look very much like his comic book character. Yes, he does. Um, he kind of like Chewbacca looking. Yeah, he said, I wanted to steal a bit from all of the best people on the show. There are little tiny Easter eggs if you look really closely at Beta's costume. Now, um, he said, I'm not going to reveal much more than that. But there are little pieces that resemble other characters' pieces on the show. Hmm. So, for instance, he's wearing a red scarf, which people are saying is reminiscent of Negan's red scarf when he was first introduced. Yes. He's wearing a full-length leather jacket like Jesus. Yep. Now, this was a big, like, oh my God, he's wearing Rick's belt. If you've seen this online, it's it's not accurate. He's wearing a double belt buckle. Okay. And people are wondering if it's the belt that Rick used to pull himself up 
when he was on the spike, when he fell off the horse. And how would he have gotten that? Well, they could have whispered their way by if that if the belt was still on that pipe. Oh, yeah, that's true. But here's the thing. The double belt buckle was his holster for his weapon, not his belt. Yeah. His actual belt had a different buckle. Okay. Now, Beta's belt could be an homage to Rick's holster. Yeah. But it's not Rick's it's not actual, actual belt. belt. Mind blown, <laughs> if you thought it was. Now, you may notice underneath his leather jacket, it looks like he has a t-shirt with a yellow smiley face. You know, the old, have a nice day or oh, whatever. Yeah, okay. God, yeah. However, it looks like there might be a little dirt or blood in the top left corner of the smiley face. Okay. All right. Now, this, I believe, and people believe, if it is the smiley face with the blood splattered on it, it's an homage to a superhero from the movie The Watchmen, which came out in 2009. That Jeffrey D. Morgan was in. That's right. You jumped ahead. Well, you were, that was the next I was, line. I was going was there. The yeah, so Jeffrey Dean Morgan played the comedian, which he, he I don't want to say what happens in the movie, but at the very beginning of the movie, uh, a lot of his character is a flashback. Yes. And uh, by the way, The Watchmen, one of the greatest comic book miniseries ever. It's long. It's, uh, well, it's 12 issues. Yeah. But it changed the face of comic book storytelling. Because it made uh, flawed and sometimes troubled or sometimes evil superheroes. Yeah. It's the first really book to change the way superheroes were viewed. And they made a movie out of it. Yes, they did. And now it's a TV show coming to HBO, which takes place in the present. The Watchmen seems to have taken place in the, I want to say 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, roughly. Roughly. uh, In an alternate universe. Okay. Um, And so the Watchmen. Uh, in Watchmen, the comedian gets shot. Spoiler, the movie's 10 years old. And uh, the, the smiley pin falls to the ground, or falls, and a little drop of blood gets on it. Wow. And so it looks like he's wearing that logo as an homage to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And the red scarf. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So there's that. Whoa, who came up with that? That's deep. Well, I think Ryan Hurst. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, AMC confirmed they're in active development for another Walking Dead spinoff. Ooh. This will be the third. Obviously, Fear the Walking Dead is the mm-hmm. second show in the series. Um, people are speculating it might be a flashback story for Negan. It might be a flashback story for the governor, how he rose to power. Hmm. Or it might be a Maggie spinoff. Like, there's a, there's a lot of different ways it can well, go. They, uh, they're, they're Could are. be a Michonne spinoff if she wants to make more money and have her own show. All right, speaking of, uh, of uh, Maggie, Lauren Cohan was on the Busy Phillips show. Oh, I saw this. And she said, I'm not, uh, I'm, do you miss, do you miss playing Maggie? She said, I do, but I'm not done. She said, we're hoping we go back, just trying to live in the unknowing, nothing confirmed yet. Unknowing, ning, ning. Yeah, translation, <laughs> they haven't signed the papers, and the the better that uh, Whiskey Fox Talk Trango, the Tango <laughs> Foxtrot does, the more she's going to want to come back. Yeah. Uh, the Insider, one of my new favorite sources for The Walking Dead information. Just Google The Insider and The Walking Dead. They have a page on The Insider, the TV section. They ask fans to choose up to five characters they believe are most likely to die. Next. Ah. Um, Here's what they said. These are the people they felt were the least likely to die. Least likely. Okay, Okay, I'll give you the most likely. They said Daryl, Judith, Carol, Magna, Maggie, Georgie, who's not even on the show. Yeah. Gracie who is Aaron's kid that Rick killed the father, spoiler, Negan and Aaron, most likely to die. Most likely to To, die? No, not die. Least least likely to die. No, 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 most likely to die. 
Uh, these are the people that came up in the poll. Cindy was at 2% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have pointed out that she is on the new spinoff of Pretty Little Liars, mm. so she might not have time okay. to do the show. She may already be dead. Michonne may have we killed have Cindy. We have not seen them. Well, we've talked about this, that the scene of Michonne in the flashback swinging her sword yeah. was at the old Oceanside home where they killed the saviors. Yeah. That brick building. Yep. So it's possible some of the Oceanside people are dead, including that's Cindy. Very true. Father Gabriel, 2% of the vote. Uh, I'm going to say that should be much higher. <laughs> Tara, 5%. Tammy Rose. Tammy. Yep. Head, uh, head scarf. Again, what did I say? I, 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 I'm trying to remember what, I, what I'm allowed to say and what I, what I didn't say. I think people who are visibly identifiable by things they wear on their head. Like glasses, too. Or glasses or headbands or braids or um, dreadlocks. Yeah. I think may not end up well this season. Uh, Alden, 7% of the vote. Luke, 8% of the vote. Rosita, 11% of the vote. Oh, she's Prager's. Yeah, you should read the comics. Uh, ah. Henry, 15% of the vote. People think he's going to mm. die. Too much storyline with him and yeah. Lydia. Not going to do it. And, and I, uh, uh, King Ezekiel, 23%. Ooh. Fine, he's most likely to die fairly soon on the show. Fans, Characters fans would be most upset if they were killed off the show. Negan, 11%, so don't kill him. Yep. Michonne, 14%. Carol, 20%. I'll be pissed. And most... Fans would be most upset if who was killed? Daryl. Daryl, 44% said he was the most. And don't kill Jerry. No, I don't kill Jerry. He's not on the list, but we, don't I know, kill Jerry. I know, but we love Jerry. We love Jerry. Uh, Norman Reedus, who doesn't normally retweet anything about the show. Mm-hmm. He retweeted Entertainment Weekly's story about Daryl Dixon possibly having a love interest with Connie. What? He retweeted love interest theory, a Hollywood reporter. He retweeted that. So huh. he could be having fun or he could be hinting. Ryan Hurst, who plays Beta, teased the fight between Beta and Daryl. He tweeted the scene where Patrick Swayze lifts Jennifer Grey up <laughs> over his head. Oh my so god! So I would have to say so he he might he funny. might lift Daryl up uh, over his head. Yeah, it probably slam him into something. He says without giving away too much, it's a three-page fight scene, so it's kind of it kind of goes on and on. Norman and I worked on it for a week and a half. It was a lot wow. of fun to put together. Uh, Hurst added, "The show will continue to deviate from the Walking Dead comic books." Hmm. But hints the final four episodes of season nine will bring to screen a devastating shocker from the comic books, which is basically what Seth Gilliam said. We'll talk about that later. He said the differences are something that people will go, oh, that's cool, which means that different people may end up differently than the people in the comic books. Yeah, okay, okay. He said they'll say, I didn't expect that. So now I'm trying to think. Oh, God. Who will I not expect? So many things were like, oh, I didn't see and that. And why guy. will I think that's cool? Because hmm. we don't want to see anybody die. No. He said, that's what I was really happy to see. And he says, I can't really give away too much, especially the end of the season. The very end of the season, you'll go, holy shit. My God. Now, we talked about this. The, end, the last episode, it's going to snow. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. does something happen in the end where you say, holy shit? So what's the big cliffhanger? Is it the holy shit we've never seen snow on Walking Dead? No, because that's the whole episode. He's at the very end of the season. Unless it starts snowing just at the end of the 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 episode. But I'm thinking something, someone comes back or something happens that you say holy shit. So I don't know. We have to figure that out. Oh my gosh. Uh, The Walking Dead. Now, I played this. 
Hey, it's Caitlin Akon, Enid from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on Walkers and Talkers. In a recent interview, she talked about how happy she is to move from Georgia to Los Angeles. Caitlin? That's never a good sign, people. What? Also, you might notice that Kari Payton's growing his hair back. Yes, and also not good. uh, Fear the Walking Dead added a full-time cast member for season five. If you watched Once Upon a Time, the actress that played Princess Jasmine, her name is Karen David. She's been added to the show. And little 12-year-old Charlie, Alexa Nesenson, uh, she has been upped to regular on the show. She's 12? Wow. 12. Yeah, she and Judith could, uh, I guess, hang out. I, guess. I know Judith is a little younger than yeah. 12, whatever the case. Don't tweet me. I know. <laughs> Don't Just saying little girls, they can play, you know, play together. Yeah. <laughs> they both go with guns. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So, uh, episode 12, Guardians. Starts off with Alpha and Lydia walking in the woods. Uh, Lydia has no skin on and no blood, so, and somehow they're not going after her. Yeah, I know. I mean, they kind of had her in the middle, but still, I mean. Yeah, so uh, a couple of people tweeted at me and called bullshit on the fact that the walkers are wearing dried skin with dried blood. Yeah, how is that throwing the scent that's off? That's what I thought. They looked, you know, how is the mask emitting enough odor that the dead are just So here's by? here's what I'm going to say. Number one. I feel like the mask may be at least keeping the human aroma in. Yeah. They're dirty and filthy. They are filthy. And I'm going to say that as long as you're playing by the rules of the universe that was created, then you can't call bullshit. Mm-hmm. So if Robert Kirkman, who created The Whisperers and The Walking Dead, if he creates that the skins protect them, then we have to say, even it may not make sense. We, we just ha- believe it. Have to say, right. You have to say, well, in his universe... Okay. Yeah. If, if if it was something like, oh, oh, some of them fly, like, you know, zombies don't fly. No, they don't. But as far as the skins, I'm going to go with he has a theory he created it. I guess it smells enough. Blah. Yeah. So Alpha uses this opportunity to interrogate Lydia. Why did you change clothes? Did they touch you? Oh, my God. Uh, I guess in a physical, sexual way. That's how I took that. Which is ironic if you think about it, because in the comics, she lets everybody rape her daughter. You, when you told me that... I, oh. Well, that's why in the comics, Carl wants to save her even more than yeah. Henry, who's just, you know, he, he thinks she's being smacked around by her mother, which she is, yeah, which is terrible, but the real issue is she's getting raped, and that's why they're so offended. Oh, God, and, that's so awful. Okay. Uh, Lydia says, I lied about everything. I told him I hate living like this, and I, the only thing I told him the truth about was I said, don't mess with you. Yeah. So an alpha, like, you know, brown noser. Uh, alpha says, what about their weapons? Is there any side of trade? Meaning... Other other communities. She lied. Lydia says they don't have a lot of weapons, and she says no, no signs of trade. So she's covering for the survivors. Cov- yeah, she is covering for them. She's like, oh, they have some farmland, and uh, I don't really know anything else. So then Alpha, being smarter than Lydia, says, really, they were ready to fight to keep you? Why? She says, I pretended I needed their help. And Alpha yells at her for not getting more info. And, and uh, Lydia says, is that why you came back for me, info? And she says, stupid girl. So, you know, like, yeah, dumbass, that's why I came back for you. All right, so the credits roll. You may notice in the credits, the last scene in that cartoony thing used to be one walker. Now it's a walker and two whispers. So look at the last scene in that. I fast forwarded that. Yeah, one of them has a a knife. Okay, I definitely need to check that out now. Okay, wow. 
Yeah. Uh, Michonne is angry with Gabriel about the uh, the relay, about running up that water tower and putting the relay up there. She's like, you 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 broke the rules. Eugene and Rosita almost died because of it. Yeah. Jesus died because of it. I'm glad that someone's pointing out, like going back and showing what the problem was. Yes, yes. Right? Like we always say, Rosita, look at the bat. Yeah. Look at the bat, Rosita. But she didn't look at the bat. She did not. So it's her fault. And now Glenn's dead. Glenn's dead. Spoiler. Uh, Father Gabriel says, you know what? We put you in charge of security, but now everything's a security risk. You're cutting us off from the world. Who do we turn to when we need help? And Michonne says, going out there is a risk. Now you're thinking, you know, a little bit paranoid, but she's right. Yeah, she is right. So Aaron sticks up for her. He says, there's a new enemy. I don't regret spending time with Jesus, but there is a real threat. Well, you know, you probably shouldn't have been out there with Jesus. No, just he saying. was out there a lot. Michonne, uh, Sadiq says, Michonne turned down going to the fair. The kingdom's in worse shape than Ezekiel is letting on. The fair would help with their trade. Did you notice who was there? Laura, Tatnik. Yeah. I guess she's with, uh, what's it, DJ? So some of the saviors some have... Of the, and, Al, and Al Dante, he was a savior. Well, he was a savior, but like an unwilling savior. Yeah. Laura was like Laura hardcore. Was, Laura was full in. So was uh, DJ. Yeah. Uh, Michonne says, I'm willing to open our doors to the kingdom, but Ezekiel isn't ready to give up the kingdom. And there's a group out there dressed as the dead who want to kill us. So they're not calling them the whispers yet. No, they're not. Right. Sadiq says, what does it mean if the kingdom falls? And Michonne says, it means Alexandria survives. She don't give a crap about anybody. No, she doesn't. Uh, we see Rosita. She can't button her pants because she's pregnant. Father Gabriel. Now, we thought she didn't know. Well, he didn't know, but he knows. No, he, oh, he full out knows. I thought, I was like, oh shit. Does he Father know? Gabriel says, um, I'm the leader of the council and the council's no longer a council. Because Michonne's just making everything like, oh, you guys want to eat bread? Yeah, bread's a security risk. Yeah. Like everything, and she's like, I'm just going to make everything security risk. security risk. Yeah, she wants to build the wall. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, Rosita says to Father Gabriel, look, if you want to walk away, meaning from the baby, I understand. You didn't sign up for this. Back to Alpha, walking through her people. She gives food to one of them. So she's taking care of her people. Uh, Lydia finds a yo-yo under a tree. And she hides it because, first of all, you can't like yo-yo in front of the walkers. No, but didn't she rip the string off? I thought she ripped the string out of it. Did she? Yeah. You think she's going to use that as a weapon? I don't know what she's going to do. See, I she... thought she wanted the yo-yo. I didn't catch that. Yeah, okay. I, 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 well, I have to go back, but I believe she ripped the string off. Okay. Uh, a whisper surprises Henry. It was one of those scenes where it was obvious the guy was letting himself get beaten up. He's like, hey, drop that stick. <laughs> Right, and and then Henry beats him with a stick, but it wasn't like the guy, like the guy oh could have jumped him from behind or hit him with a tree branch. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, you kid!" It was like a bad <laughs> Batman episode from the '60s. <laughs> hey, don't let's fight. Oh, it was, was kind of cheesy. Uh, anyway, uh, Henry beats him with a stick, and then if you watch the scene again in slow motion, uh, Henry turns around halfway so Beta can pick him up. Oh my God! It wasn't the best choreography. He slow mo. No, I, I looked at it and he turns like so he can pull him up oh by his coat. He anyway, whipped him up that hill. Alpha threatens to let Beta break all his limbs if he oh doesn't God. talk. Henry says I'm from the hilltop and I'm alone. It was my idea. I came for her. He points to Lydia. Lydia oh. runs up and punches him in the face. Yep. First of all, I guess to say like you're an idiot, and two, I can't let my mom think that he likes me yeah, or I like him. Yeah. Alpha says, we're going to take him with us uh, and look out for more of them, you know, survivors. Uh, you, This was a funny scene. Eugene visits Father Gabriel. 
with a pros and cons numerical chart. This was funny. About staying with someone while they raise a child with somebody else. Eugene tells him he would be a damn fool to let her go. You never gave up on me. Rosita is the best thing that ever happened to you. So now he's, he doesn't want him to end up with Sadiq, though. Uh, He's sort of like, you should stay with her. I guess he feels like he could take her away from Father Gabriel eventually. Maybe. But he loves her enough that he doesn't want her to get hurt. Yeah. Father Gabriel says, uh, I'm not the father. I want what's best for the baby. And Eugene's like, she loves you, not Sadiq. And certainly not yours truly. Eugene gives Father Gabriel a peace offering from him. Stretchy pants. Somehow he went to like uh, pee in a pod and got stretchy pants. <laughs> pee in a pod. <laughs> um, Alpha wonders why Henry, why would Henry risk his life for Lydia? Yeah. And she says, I played helpless. He fell for it. She should have said, well, he's a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha says, we have to lie. They lie. It's what they do. They're just words. Oh, she's she's so creepy. creepy. Uh, oh, speaking she's so creepy. of Samantha Morton who plays uh, Alpha. We have a possibility of interviewing her daughter. Yes. Uh, there's a new show on Amazon on Prime. Prime called Hannah. Yes. Where this girl, we don't know in the trailer, we don't know why she's abducted as a baby. She may be genetically altered, we don't know. Looks really good. But she's like a, a spy, ultra kick-ass fighter. Her name's Emzy. Yeah. And her last name is Clark, I think, named after her father. But she's Samantha Morton's daughter. Yes. So we may be interviewing her in the next That'd couple of weeks. That'd be very cool. And we will ask her about her mom. Yes, we will. We will. Um, there's a herd of walkers and Alpha says to Henry, you're going back to where you belong. So I get the impression they're just going to send him back to the hilltop at that point. Yeah. Like maybe they don't want trouble. He's just a stupid kid. Maybe. They end up at the Whisperers camp. There are hundreds. Holy crap. Hundreds of Whisperers. so many. Right. So many. Yeah. Uh, Alpha says to Beta, uh, oh, Alpha, uh, yeah, uh, get her a new skin, meaning Lydia, and take him with you. So then there's a scene where Alpha sees a man and a woman talking to each other, and you don't think much of it. Uh, oh, two God. men are cutting up a deer to eat. Yep. They don't. They can't make a fire because that'll attract walkers. Yeah. By the way, other people are able to make fires, but they they don't. Yeah. So or they just eat it raw. Yeah, they eat the they eat the deer raw, and they hang it up to dry on the on the clotheslines. Yeah. If you noticed, uh, Negan's in jail. Michonne says to him, "Why did you come back?" He says, "I was in your home. I could have waited there and bashed your head in when you came home." But I didn't. She said, and you then you would have been killed. You're an asshole. Out out there kicked your ass, so you dragged your pathetic ass back here. Oh my gosh, she was rough on him. <laughs> he says, the world changed, and so have I. If you're not going to kill me, you could learn something from me. Yeah. She says, you think coming back here changes how I think about you? He says, you're keeping me in here to remind people how merciless, how merciful the great Rick Rhymes was. But I can be more than that. I hear things. I know things are slipping through your fingers. Negan says, you wrote up a charter, but you put yourself in charge. So even he notices, people are complaining yep. that although there's a charter written, she's still like putting herself in the lead yeah, and telling everybody what to do. Yeah. Michonne says, I'm not in charge. In charge. He says, we're not finished with you. I want that lock fortified and those windows sealed. So Because he said, I, he pointed to I, the he, window. He said, I heard everything. And she looked out the window and she saw Judith Ru- spying on them. Ru-ru. And then Negan goes, shit. She kept your mouth shut, Negan. Uh, Daryl and Connie are finding, they find the tracks. Daryl says there was a struggle. Uh, dog finds Henry's stick. Yep. Good dog. Good, Good dog. dog. Good dog. Again, everyone's talking about Daryl and Connie shipping, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Two walkers come by. The female walker was topless. Did you see that? Walker boobies? 
Oh, I miss that. Well, you wouldn't be looking for them. I wasn't really looking for that, no. If it was Walker 10-inch Daryl Dixon, you would have noticed <laughs> then it. I'd notice. Anyway, uh, he takes them out, and Daryl looks impressed by Connie because she's using her slingshot. Yeah, and he she was, was like, impressed. Wow, you're badass. Yeah. So I may be thinking there's a shipping. There there's might a little be ship some there. shipping. Uh, dog fetches his arrow and then breaks it off. <laughs> Broke the stick. And then he goes, bad dog. Now, this is a scene people are calling the most disgusting scene in the history of The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, my God. I already know what you're talking about. I don't think it was. I think... Um, I think Noah's death. Noah's death and Aiden. And Aiden were the two, and Buttons the horse. Those are the three worst deaths on Walking Dead, visually. You think? Yeah. I think Glenn visually was the worst, but not the grossest. Uh, well, meaning like watching their faces being- Watching Glenn's like, eye pop out? Yeah, but you didn't see him being hit. Uh, yeah, for the first time you hit- the... I mean, it was bad, but Noah, when he was trapped in that revolving door, and they're literally like, his skin is like yes. stretching yes, off, yes, yes, like, yes. that right. was worse. So Beta uh, takes a knife and puts it under the skin of a walker, Ugh. and he <sighs> takes the, the skin off in one piece. Damn, he was good at that. Yeah. Now, in the background, there were heads on pikes. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Alpha says to Henry, you wondering why we do this? Why we wear skins? Or why we kill these people? And uh, she says, the weak die. And then a man and a woman, that the two we saw talking before, they come up and they tell Alpha they aren't happy oh, that they went back for Lydia. Trading two for one, that's not a good deal. Yeah. And... We don't, go back to, we don't go back for the week. Okay, first of all, the whole thing is Lydia's idea. Yeah. Alpha, I mean Alpha's idea. Yeah. Alpha is the whispers. Mm-hmm. Alpha's the leader. Yeah. Uh, we don't, I mean, we assume she started them. She might not have, but she's the leader now. Yeah. They're going to tell her what the rules are? I know. I, I would Like, keep... they're safe. Family they're LaBouche. alive because of her. You've agreed to live that way and you're alive. Nothing bad happened. And Luke and Alden didn't die, and Lydia didn't die, so win-win. So let's just be quiet. So then he challenged, she's like, you going to challenge me? He challenges her oh my God. to be the leader. She, she says, oh, he says, you're not fit to be the leader. Mm-hmm. Beta grabs him, holds him back, which is like, that's not a fair fight. Beta's going to hold on to him. Then Alpha walks up to the woman, I guess his wife or his girlfriend, yeah. and says, I know it was your idea to challenge me. I saw you talking. So then she realizes she's busted. And she says, you put us all at risk. Henry being here, risk. Alpha says, you see these people? They all follow me because I keep them alive. And so now this is when the woman decides she doesn't want to fight. Yeah. She says, I don't want to fight you. And Alpha says, too late. Mm -hmm. She lets Alpha walk behind her. Now, I got to be honest in this scene. I would have preferred a fight. I would have preferred if she charged at Alpha, yeah. Alpha sidestepped and came up behind her. Yeah. Give me a little something. Something. But Alpha just comes up behind her before the fight ever starts. She's got two rings with a rope between it, and she puts it over her neck and pulls really hard. Ugh. It must have been like piano wire or something. I was just thinking like a piano wire. And cuts the woman's head off. Yes, she does. Now- Then pi- hands it to the boyfriend. Now, Make a, ma- uh, make a Path presents- Right? Ronnie yeah. Hayes pointed this out, and I thought it was a great observation. When she's talking to the woman, yeah, there's a big pile of brush behind her, like a big pile of like uh, sticks okay. and weed. And then she walks around her, and that bush is right there. But when the scene cuts to her head falling off, you only see the legs of Alpha, which look thinner than Samantha Morton. There's no bush behind her, and the body falls. 
which says to me they went back and filmed that scene, or they they CGI'd that in, huh. and they didn't just do it right there, and they didn't want to go back to that same spot. Wow. So it's clearly not the same spot. Whoops. So you don't notice it on first look, but if yeah. you go back, you look. You notice. You're like, there's, it's gone. It's a continuity error. Yeah. But I feel like they should be better at that. I'm just throwing that in there. So she picks up the head mm. and she hands it to the guy who Ugh. challenged her. And he puts it in his hands like a cradling like a baby. Was, yeah. Was, She's like, here's your head. Ugh. You challenged me? Here's your head. Hold on to your wife's head or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, I guess the wife gave him head. I saw, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, she oh. wipes... She wipes the wife's blood that's on her hands on his face gross and then does the thing you know that means you're dead now did you see um saving private ryan a long time ago do you remember the scene of the sniper uh in the uh in the tower he's the marksman mm-hmm. shoots everything really far all right spoiler the movie came out in 1998 <laughs> or 99 yeah a long right? time ago okay the bad one of the germans takes his weapon away in a fight gets on top of him and does the shh, 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 shh. It's oh. the creepiest scene I've ever seen oh, in a God. movie. Well, second creepiest. Cape yeah. Fear had the creepiest scene. And starts stabbing him slowly. Oh. Slowly. And he's like, shh. Oh, shh. that's creepy. Like, don't scream. I'm killing you slowly, right? Cape Fear was creepy, too. Yeah, when he bites her face. Oh. oh okay. So, remember when um, Alpha killed her husband? Yeah. She did the thing. Oh, yeah. She it was went, like slow she went, and like, shh. 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 Oh, shh don't, I'm about to kill you. Oh, that's creepy. That's when I knew he was dead. So she stabs him in the gut and kills him. Yep. Like Spencer. You got no guts. You got no guts. Right in front of Henry. Everyone else walks Henry away like. Henry's shook right yeah. now. Henry's like, what the fuck? Then everybody is going else walks on? away like, no big deal. You're like, okay, bye. No big deal. <laughs> this is uh, what happened. Cut to Michonne's house. RJ is sleeping. Oh, he's a cute. Okay, there are still people that feel like he's not real. No, he's real. No one has asked her about RJ. She has not talked about RJ. You never see RJ like where is he all day? He's not interacted with anybody. No, now he's the not. only thing. I, no, okay. So I I read I saw well, I, it's my observation, but I saw two other places. When Negan walked into their house, there was that family of four. Yeah. Is it possible that the boy was Carl? And there is no RJ. I thought it was Carl in that photo. I have to go back and look at it. I've, yeah. Right, because that's that's when she drew the picture when she was a kid, right? Yeah. So I thought that was right. For so sure that's still Carl. no proof of a family of of another boy. But then the other proof was when Magna was about to kill Michonne. Right. And she like looked in the window and was like, oh shit, there's a kid here. Okay. But but is that our interpretation of her looking in? Well. I don't know. I just feel like, like RJ needs to talk to someone else. I feel like there needs, someone needs to babysit him or, or make him spaghetti. And then, yeah. and then we'll know. Right. Anyway, uh, Judy walks in and uh, she says, why were you spying on me to Judith? And Judith says, I wasn't. I went there to see Negan. And he, she says, Michonne says, he is not your friend. Why were you talking to him? She says, he listens to me. Not everybody does. Oh, snap. Michonne says, don't ever go near him again. He's a monster. He killed people we cared about. If he gets out, it will start all over again. And Judith says, he's a human being, Mom. Like She's so freaking cute. And Michonne says, people don't change. And she says, you changed. Now, that's got to be a reference to what shit went down at Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, go to your room. And she's like, but why? Like, she's never yeah. been punished, I don't think. Yeah, and she's like, go to your room. I need a minute. Back at the Whisperer camp, Alpha asks Beta to take her mask off. Um, and Beta says, it's good to remind them they are alive because of you. Meaning the fight. Yes. Like, they, like they, they're yeah, your queen show shit. show them you're the boss. 
Then Alpha tells, this is creepy, Alpha tells Beta a story. That when Lydia was three years old, she got into the Holy closet shit, this story and got was... into a plastic bag, like a dry cleaner bag. She began suffocating. I watched her turn blue. I eventually saved her, and then I beat her. Yeah, what the fuck? You have to protect what you have no matter what so they don't do it again. But why would she let it get that far? So she'd learn a lesson. But what if it was too far? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was a creepy ass story. Either way, bad mom. Yeah, Hashtag bad, bad mom. Bad mom. Bad mom. Um, Beta tells Alpha they need to protect themselves from outside things, but to be ready when they come for the boy. Alpha says, we have the advantage having him. Uh, two whisperers drag the two dead bodies of the guy and the girl, yeah. the headless, out to a clearing Just to feed them to the walkers. Feed them. Keep and them busy. They, that one body dropped, you saw the spinal cord hanging out. Like, <laughs> Daryl and Connie look on and see the whole thing. Yeah. Holy now, shit. Okay, never mind. Did okay. you just realize? No, 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 no. I just, I just, there's a really cool scene coming up. Okay, I'll be quiet. Because you always say I jump ahead. Well, okay. Now, the guy and the girl, the, the right, the two bodies, yeah. that can't be where Connie and Daryl got stuff from because no no no, no. right so no. was it only daryl only daryl was wearing only right? Darryl. which that, that must be that, that must cool. have been that must have been lydia's right uh, he stole it from somewhere well he either got it from lydia yeah uh, that's something but he didn't take the one from the cemetery did he mm-hmm. the skin right mm-hmm. they did have that but i don't know was he carrying that around i don't know it seemed like he just grabbed it on the fly but it was awesome yeah we'll see okay so father gabriel uh goes to rosita and sadiq's house they all go and they all smile at each other and go inside, and Awkward. Eugene's looking on, going. Oh, I know, poor Eugene's like. Everyone's so having sex with Rosita, but me. <laughs> so awkward. Michonne goes to Aaron's house to thank him for his support. Gracie answered the She's door. So cute. Uh, Aaron says it was easy to support you, especially the way things have gone down. And then she says, if the council wants to vote to go to Alexandria, I won't veto it. It's their right to risk their lives, and it's for the kingdom's benefit. Aaron says, I hope we don't regret this. And she says, yeah, me too. Well, I have a feeling you're going to regret it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they show Alexandria and the windmill. Everyone's farming. And Michonne just sitting alone thinking about her decision. Yeah. At the Whisperer camp, it's nighttime. Beta brings Henry to Alpha and Lydia. There are four heads on pikes, all with long hair. I have a feeling they were whisperers at one point. Uh, Alpha throws a knife on the ground as if to tell Lily, uh, Lydia to kill Henry. She and tells her to pick she, it up. Then she does tell him to pick go, Henry. Pick it <laughs> up. I'm Alpha. There will be conflict. Yeah. Now, kill the boy. This reminded me, uh, I thought it was a test. Like, I don't know if she was really going to kill him. I thought it was when, like, Negan told Rick to cut oh, Carl's, Carl's arm, arm off. off. And then he's like, uh, never mind. Right. So I wonder if she would have gone through it. I think she would have. I Alpha letting her? I think she would have. Uh, Alpha he's says... Sick. Where are you gone long? Were you gone long enough to forget what side you're on, or are you weak like your father? Remember what happened to him. Like, did you catch feels for Henry Lydia? Yeah, and she says, "I know." Like, I know, Mom. Oh, oh, Mom! All of a sudden, a herd of walkers come through, eat a bunch of people. Well, you missed. Well, you left out the part where she. Whoa, whoa, he, whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't leave anything out. Yeah, you did. What? The in part of the conversation right before the herd came. What was the conversation? Alpha said. You kill him, or he's going to kill you both. Oh, oh, right. Beta's so going to kill both of them, right. Like, and then right there, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're I right. I was like, before I knew the herd was coming, I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Because she is not playing either. At that point, you have to either act like you're going to kill him or kill him. Yeah, because 
Otherwise, Beta would have killed both their asses. So that's good. When the herd came, I was like, oh, thank God, even though a lot of people died. So. Yeah. Um, 90% of people on the poll on Talking Dead, would Lydia kill Henry? 90% said no. Her mom's too much of a psycho. Her mom would yeah. have Yeah, Beta's going to kill both of you? I think Beta would have. Yeah, so the walkers come out of nowhere. Now, they didn't hear them coming. I know. Don't they have, like... But well, wouldn't you have heard that? But there's hundreds of them, so wouldn't someone be like, hey, heard, or something? Like, I mean, it was really, dark. It was, but it was really late. But Don't shouldn't they, have... they be aware that walkers might come regardless of the fact that they smell like walkers? Also, where's like... I mean, the deer meat's blowing in the wind. Well, that's true. Seems like even if you didn't have fire, the, the smell of the deer meat might attract them. Have a string with cans on it as like your alarm system. Like Oceanside, something. Yeah, have some protection. Yeah, this, I call partial bullshit there. Yeah, I agree. It um, was too convenient time. Alpha looks pissed like, who did this? I guess she's assuming a herd wouldn't have come by without their permission because they fed them and maybe the guards are supposed to walk them around. Like keep them away. Job, yeah. Well, I think maybe Daryl killed the people outside that oh, were, yep. and took their skins. That must have been that what happened. That makes sense. Whoever like walks them in a circle, yeah, probably he killed them. Yeah, saw like who the leader was. Yeah, somehow, and walked them in. Yeah. Uh, Whisperer Daryl runs in and grabs Henry. He says, "I'm not leaving without Lydia." Shut up! Oh my God, Henry! He grabs her. Whatever. Okay. Now they're all on the run. That's how the episode ended. Yes. Scenes from next week: Tara and a um, and a bunch of people from uh, Alex uh, Hilltop. Kill walkers on the road. A note is read on the back of a paper with the mysterious logo we talked about on it. Yeah. It said, the road surrounding kingdom belongs to us, the highwaymen. So it's their logo. Holy crap. All visitors attempting to travel to your fair will be turned back unless you pay your toll. That's when Jerry apologizes. He realizes he must have been out there talking about the fair. King Ezekiel says, we can't afford to pay them. Even if we wanted to. Yeah. Gather the fighters. Wait, can I ask a question? Hmm? Are the highwaymen in the comics? No. No, they're not. Okay. Okay. Some people think it's renegade saviors, mm. but Jed's group uh, was killed. Yeah, they were. I don't think it is. No. Um. He says to one at one point to uh, Carol, "What say you, my queen? The fair could be our last chance." So I guess that she's like, "Let's go get them. Let's do this. Let's thing. yeah. Let's do the damn thing." Daryl says to Lydia, "Is Beta their best fighter?" And Lydia says, "Yes." And he says, "Then we'll kill him first. Now in the second scene, and he's gonna get lifted up like Petra. I'm gonna jump to jump. Like let's baby. let's go through the Talking Dead real quick here. Okay. What happened? Seth Gilliam, Christian Serrato, Ron Funches, who I love, very funny comic. Um, I don't like who they're having on Talking Dead. The last two weeks, they seem to be having characters that I think may not be making it through the season. Mm. So um, Christian Serrato, Seth Gilliam, I don't know. Well, well Gabriel, you're scaring Rosita. me when I said Rosita's preggers, and you're like, oh, the comic that mm-hmm. scares me. Seth says Angela Kang did not tell him about the relationship with her and with him and Rosita. She just mentioned Jadis. She never said anything about Rosita. Ooh, he's getting around. Uh, end memoriam video, the dead walkers. The no shoes, no arm, no service walkers. Hilarious. <laughs> I love whoever writes and these. And then it said, Alpha, Alpha, bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, when challenging Alpha, remember, you could come out ahead. Oh, Hilarious. Uh-huh. The second poll on the show was... Was Michonne too hard on Father Gabriel? Oh, she blamed him for Negan's escape. I forgot to mention that. Oh, yeah. And then when we interviewed Seth, he's like, I yeah. did not It was leave- the guard. It wasn't fucking Father Gabriel. <laughs> right. Uh, then they, an, a list, so, okay, this was a setup, by the way. Um, no, the second question was a setup. The first question was, 
what Walking Dead parents will you most be like to Rosita and Father Gabriel? Like when the baby comes, what who what are the parents? So Christian Serrato says, I'd be like Carol. She cares for her kids and lets them survive on their own. So Seth says, except for the daughter she lost. Like, <laughs> uh, hey, spoiler right? alert. Remember, Sophia's, Sophia's dead. dead. What? Now, this was a setup. And Lizzie's dead. The, yeah. And Mika's dead. Right. So, so, yeah. So the audience asked this question. Why aren't Rosita and Tara in more scenes together? Hmm. Did they have a falling out? Yeah, because they used to be like BFFs, kind of. Okay, here's my question. What audience member really cares about those two being in a scene together? I don't really, but it. But now that you said it out loud, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, but, but is that your it. question? No. This is why I'm saying it's a setup. That's a dumb question. Because right after she asks about Rosita and Tara, Alana Masterson shows up and she's like, hi, I'm here. Setup question. Hmm. 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 Uh, anyway, they say to keep watching the show. Things are coming up. Uh, and, I, and was like, she said, oh yeah, as far as us doing scenes together, keep watching. So I guess they're both going to the fair because that's where they would see each other. She's going to go to the fair pregnant? Oh. Only a month or a couple, a few well, months yeah. pregnant. I mean, right? her pants come on. They could have fit. All right. Scene for uh, next week. Tara and Magna's group go out, kill a bunch of walkers. We talked about that. Beta is walking down the street with a whole bunch of walkers and other whispers. Ezekiel says, gather every fighter we can spare. Yep. Daryl, Connie, Lydia, and Henry... Uh, are still on the run from the scene we talked about at the end. Daryl says, I'm sick of running, and they go up into a building. The walker whisperer heard, led by Beta, comes walking down the street. Daryl shoots a walker. Now, the walker he he shot is someone who got bit in the scene with Daryl earlier. So this this was a whisperer, not a a walker. No, no, it was a walker, but it was a young, young guy who just turned into a walker. Because in the scene after the the, the fight on the on the where Daryl let the walkers in, yeah. this guy got bit in the neck. And there's oh, a teaser, tra- oh, okay. another so teaser he's trailer fresh. He's fresh. where he says to Beta, "I'm going to become one of them, aren't I?" Oh shit! So I guess Beta let him turn, and then he—that's why he looks fresh. Yeah, he's fresh, right? So out of the whole bunch, Daryl shoots a bolt down and kills one walker to get their attention. Got his attention, though, right? Because he now kills they know where you are, right? But that was the guy Beta cared about, yeah. Right. First of all, what are the odds? Like fifty walkers yeah, there. Yeah, you get that one. You got a, you actually killed a walker. Yeah. Second of all, wouldn't you have wanted to kill Beta? He's yeah, seven feet tall. Seriously, he's got the biggest head out and there. And then Beta looks up at to see where the arrow came from, sees Daryl. Oh my goodness! And Daryl doesn't notice he looked up. Hello. Bullshit. <laughs> Anyway, we know they fight because we saw in the season nine trailer that they fight. Uh, Beta goes through a building looking for them. Beta breaks in and tackles Daryl. There you go. Uh, So anyway, at the end of Talking Dead, Chris Hardwick says, the season's been action-packed. What can you tell us about the rest of the season as far as the action? Yeah. And Seth Gilliam says, there are some shocking deaths to come. Oh, no. You should not say that. That's a man who isn't worried about being fired. That says to me he's dead. Yeah? Yeah. Uh. Hold on. Hey, this is Seth Gilliam, Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Thanks, Seth. I think uh. you're dying. I think you're dead soon. Yeah. Next week, Lauren Ridlock, who plays Connie, and Ryan Hurst, who plays Beta. Yes. I want to meet him. Here is the episode description of next week's episode called Choke Point. Daryl's Daring Rescue Mission forces Alpha to unleash a group of her own to retrieve what belongs to her, which is the beta herd, Yeah. even if the price is paid in blood. Hmm. 
The kingdom's plans to reunite the communities are put in jeopardy, which I guess is the highwaymen and whatever else. And then episode 14 Ooh. is Scars, where we find out about the scars on the backs of Michonne and Daryl. Yeah. There you go. All right. Ooh. You have two days to listen to this podcast. Yeah, I hope two you listen. Days. Sorry about that. <laughs> but either way, it's time. It's What time is it? It's time, it's time to, to shut, shut this shit, shit down. down. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously. And that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.